So the reality is we can't create miracles, but what we can do is we can create the conditions for miracles to show up in our life. Girl, you've got questions. Questions about your body and how to feel good in it, about your hormones and how to keep them in check. Questions about your sex life and your whole health. Can you imagine having a best girlfriend who was also a triple board certified OBGYN? A girlfriend doctor you could call and ask or tell her anything. Someone who could show you how to live any stage of life before, during, or after menopause in a big, bold, and beautiful way. Well, friends, I'm your girlfriend doctor. I believe you were meant to flourish and shine, to embrace life and awaken to all its possibilities. Let's get there together. Welcome to our show. Happy New Year, everyone. So what is your theme for 2022? Have you shared that with me yet? Be sure to comment below if you haven't, if you're watching this on YouTube or have been in my community groups, anywhere. I wanna hear what your theme is for 2022. Are you happy for no reason? And that's the goal, really, just to be joy in the moment. And to be joy in the moment, to feel joy in the moment, to radiate joy in the moment. And in my beautiful discussion with our um, Girlfriend Doctor show guest today, Marcy Shimhoff, we talked about celebration. We talked about celebration and the five foundations to creating a life of miracles. And I'm excited to share that with you, especially at the start of the year, because oftentimes, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves in the new year, like things should change overnight. And I don't know about you, but I get a, you know enough pressure on a daily basis. I don't need to add any more. And I do, I wanna feel the joy in every moment and not look past it, not deflect it, not reject it, but to embrace it and radiate it back as well. So I wanted to introduce you to a friend of mine Marcy Shima. She's one of the founders of the Year of Miracles program and is just an amazing, inspirational leader in really developing the practices that draw in and magnetize more miracles. She had written the book, Happy for No Reason, and she talks about her own journey um, in creating that happiness for no reason, right? And that's where we can embrace. And through my journeys around the world too, and going to some really impoverished areas and war-torn areas, the gift of feeling celebrated and celebrating is, I mean, that's therapeutic. We need to do that more. And I've also seen the opposite. I've seen some of the wealthiest people with so much, right? So many material things and um, extended family, et cetera, but feel so miserable, feel so miserable, depressed, isolated, alone, um, and have addictions. Um, and so looking for outside sources to fill the feeling of emptiness. We know it does come from within us versus external. So focusing on the energy of love and gratitude is part of the process. Well, let's talk with Marcy. Join me with her just in a second here. Welcome, Marcy. It is great to see you again this new year, and I love having you on the Girlfriend Doctor Show. So happy to have you here. 
Thank you. It's always so great to be with you. And what a wonderful way to, to start the year off. Oh, absolutely. And you're looking pretty festive. So tell me, like, as far as you're starting the New Year's, what New Year's resolutions have you made? And, and when you reflect back on last year, how, how do you feel about it? Yeah, well, I, um, I actually loved last year. <laughs> I had a great last year. And I know that 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 isn't the case for a lot of people. And, and I, I um, you know, I want to acknowledge and understand, certainly, it's been a challenging year. But um, it's also been a year where I think people have been more and more open to growth and to what they what we can do. You know, there's so much we can't control. But what can we do in our own lives to live better lives? I think it's been a big wake up time for people. And so I've had just a blast uh, working with people, women from around the world and really shifting their lives and living more miraculous lives. So it's been great professionally. I've also had a ton of fun personally. I've actually done some things that I've been wanting to do for years that make my heart sing. I, I, I took up piano and I, I'm playing pickleball. And I just, love pickleball. I love it. Oh, good. We'll have to play pickleball when we're together next time. Definitely, definitely. I look forward to it. That sounds so fun. I'm taking the opportunity, right? Making, pivoting into our opportunities. And I think that's been a real blessing for me too. I mean, in the pandemic, we've moved to Texas and my daughter's bill racing. Oh, that's the hat. That's the hat. She's taking out. Okay. I've always loved hats. I love hats. Yeah. But well, then yeah. you're in a good place in Texas. I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place. And yeah, a little, a little cool weather, a little sun and hats come on. So um, yeah, so much fun. And, and one of the things that I've really witnessed in um, I've witnessed, you know, many different approaches over the last um, year on how people have handled the additional stress, right? And yeah. what I found, and one of the things that I, I created, you know, my girlfriend, Dr. Club, and you have your amazing Year of Miracles group and community that you do. We'll share about that in a minute. But um, one thing someone, one of the attendees, one of the members of the Girlfriend Doctor Club said, she goes, Dr. Anna, I just don't know where I'd be if it wasn't for this club for this last year. Because every, every month, every week, there's a new motivation, there's a new inspiration, there's a new story, a new accountability, right? And so you're in a community, and she was just so grateful for the community, and that she, she said, you know, I'm just so much better this year than I was last year. And I think that's the difference, and that's why these, um, like, bringing together communities of amazing wise women how that is so empowering and you are a veteran at this for sure so i want you to share like how has community what have you seen in your community as far as how people are getting together and i've also noted that when people went silent that you know that isolation yeah and reaching out to them but like they just felt to, you know, they were just feeling more and more depressed when they weren't logging on or participating and they felt more and more depressed, more and more isolated and then popping back in, feel okay, I'm not alone, right? I've got community around me. People do care. You know, yeah. there are people that care. We care. And, um, and I think that's just such a powerful lesson. There's a funny, um, it's not funny, but in Harry Potter, because my daughter is a big Harry Potter fan. So we've watched many episodes and I, I forget which um, which movie this is, but there's this um, 
uh, a conversation that um, when Harry Potter is being isolated, feeling more and more isolated from his friends, not letting anyone help him. And I think her name is Luna. Luna, this young girl says, you know, the, his tactic is to isolate you essentially. Mm -hmm. So in that way, they, you know, he, you are easy prey, right? The isolated animals are easy prey. Yeah. And, and so for, for fear, for negativity, for depression, for all of those things that we don't want. So, um, so I love what you do. And I love that you really bring people into community. I've loved being on your call. Oh, yeah. And they've, we've loved having you on as a guest. You're fantastic. Yeah, this past year, we had 5,200 women from 87 countries. And what we found is that we can't do it alone. Yeah. And, and it, not only is it not, not fun to do it alone, but we can't. We, we are social beings. Human beings are social creatures. And we get so much um, juice, energy, power from connection, you know, and especially as women, of course, and you know, I know you speak all about oxytocin and the hormones um, and all of that. But I just want to say that what we found is we have in our program uh, people in miracles groups. These are groups of six to eight people who are intentioning your miracle intentions for the year, their energy is actually supercharging your intentions. And you know, Lynn McTaggart has done some wonderful research on the power of groups and the power of group intention. You know, a group that's intentioning in one country can impact people, you know, across the world. So it doesn't have to be geographically in the same place. And that's the beauty, of course, of, of how we can all connect now um, through the computer. And, and so I, I'm just blown away by the, the um, what, what miracles have happened for people because of the power of, of their own miracles group as well as the power of the bigger group together. And it's it, I, miracle after miracle, things that, you know, I've been looking for, I've been wanting to meet my soulmate for my lifetime and never met him and then he shows up. Uh, he or she shows up. And then, uh, you know, I've had, we've seen miraculous healings. We've seen people doubling their income. We've seen heal, you know, people who haven't spoken to a family member for 10 years and they call out of the blue. It's just remarkable what can happen when we are in that energy of supporting each other and of receiving support. That's a big thing too, is being able to receive. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I, I've seen the same thing and I love it. So um, talk about what is a miracle then when you're seeing these yeah. miracles. And then I want to touch on how, um, how we can create a year of miracles. So yeah, essential. great. So a miracle, I'm going to first give you the dictionary definition from Webster. A miracle is a surprise and welcome event that can't be explained by science. That's often attributed to divine grace. So the reality is we can't create miracles. Miracles are a gift of, of the divine, of life, of grace. But what we can do is we can create the conditions for miracles to show up in our life. And that's where we have the power. We create the conditions to be in the flow. You know, people talk about being in the zone. That's what this is. It's about being in the flow, in the miracle zone, where, where you're 
where things happen that just, you know, wow, how did that happen? I got a check in the mail for $937.50, and that's the exact amount of money that I owed on this bill that I couldn't come up with. I mean, you know, I was thinking about some information I needed, and somebody sent me an email about it out of the blue that day. That's those kinds of things that are daily kinds of things. That's living in the miracle zone where synchronicities are commonplace. And it also has to do with not only what's happening in the outside world, but what's happening in your internal world. Do I feel like I'm in the miracle zone? Do I feel like I'm a miracle? Do I feel as though I'm worthy of miracles? You know, you talk about, is there a formula for miracles? And, and I wanna share that the, the, the first thing that I find, the first step to the formula is to remove the blocks that we have that prevent us from having miracles flow into our lives because the reality is, is miracles are everywhere. You, you, they're, they're all around us all the time. We just aren't necessarily open to receiving them. We're not open to them. So uh, I think probably you found the exact same thing that I found in, in your work. And that is one of the biggest blocks that people have to living a miraculous life is actually not feeling worthy not being able to receive. Yeah, the it's it's we unconsciously block our good from coming our way because we don't feel worthy of it. The, obviously, this is a very deep subconscious level. Yes, we all want to have our wishes come true, of course, but we are very, very most people are pushing it away unconsciously. And because we don't feel worthy. And I, I want to give you an example of this. You know, it's often, I'm sure you've heard it said that when somebody's trying to, that somebody can only give you something to the degree that you are open to receiving it. Well, the universe is the exact same way. The universe is only going to deliver to you what you're open to receiving. And I want to give you a little quiz to see how good a receiver you are in small ways. Because when we can't receive in small ways, we're also pushing away our, our good in big ways as well. So I'm gonna give you five questions. I want everybody to answer these questions for yourself. Just be honest with yourself and see how you are as a receiver. So the first question is, do you do a good job taking in compliments or do you have a hard time and you slough them off? You know, somebody says, oh, you did a great job on that. Do you go, oh, thank you. I worked really hard on that. I was proud of it. Or do you go, oh, it was nothing. I didn't, you know, it was nothing. Notice that you are, somebody's trying to give you something, a compliment. Do you receive it or not? Yeah. Second question. So how are you, how, how do you do with that one? I'm going to ask you, you're going to be the oh, I have, I've learned to receive them, to let them sit and not like be a, a trampoline, not bounce back a, yes. a, a response right away, just to receive it and sit with it. But it's yes. definitely a learned practice. Yes. Good, good. Okay. Second question. Do you receive gifts easily or do you feel as though you have to turn around and just as you said, give back twice as much as what you just got? So yes. you, are you a gracious <laughs> receiver of gifts? So how do you do with that one? I, I love to receive gifts. Absolutely. But I definitely do return. Like I feel like I return, you know, um, I like to return above and beyond. Yeah. So sometimes it's good to just receive yeah. and not feel an obligation to, you know, it's, it's just, ah, let me let that in. And of course, it doesn't mean that we're going to be selfish. I know that none of us who are here listening are selfish. It's just really letting yourself feel worthy of that without having to give 
back. Third thing, do you receive help? And a corollary of that is, do you actually even go out and ask for help or support? Are you able to ask people for help? Or do you go, oh, no, I can do this myself. Somebody offers to support you. Oh, no, I can do this myself. Oh, let me open the door for you. No, I can do this myself. Let me help you with that. No, I can do it. You know, or do you, do you just go, okay, I need some help here and I'm going to ask for it. So how, you, how do you um, do with that one? Yeah, that's a good one. And I would say I, I like typically have been, okay, I can do it faster than I can ask for help yeah. in that aspect, but I'm a master. I have become a master delegator and I really learned to receive help. And um, the hardest thing though, is once I've, you know, asked for something or delegated something, for instance, it's, you know, I need to know that it's been followed through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just good management. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so receiving and being able to ask for help is such a big thing. Um, and uh, so that's, that's the third one. Fourth one, do you share in your, your wins, your joys, your, your successes, or do you downplay everything because you don't want people around you to feel bad? Do you celebrate what's come your way? Because that is part of receiving. So how do you do yeah. with that? Uh, celebrate my successes. Um, I think I'm better at that now, but it is like the one thing um, that was my goal from last year to this year. Mm. One of my you know, annual goals was to feel like, feel that's enough. Yeah. You know, to feel that's enough. And so yeah. I this year celebrating all the wins and celebrating all the successes is um, is definitely. So I want to practice that this yeah, year. Yeah, great. Want to practice that this year. It definitely right. is a weakness because it's always done. Go to the next thing. Done. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one more question, and that question is: oh. Do you feel okay receiving if it comes easily, or do you think you should have to struggle and work hard? in order to receive or you're kind of cheating. And that, by the way, was one that I was, that was my, my hardest one. I, I came from family, gotta work hard, work hard, work. And now I, I work really hard, but I don't need to struggle. And it's okay if it comes easily. So that's a big one for me to have to practice. And uh, yeah, that's a big one for me too. Yeah, I think for all yeah. of us. So what I want people to do is look at all those five questions and those see, good questions. you know, what, where, how, how did you do? And over the next week, just do a little practice. It's called the, how am I pushing away my good practice? Mm -hmm. So what, what ways are you unconsciously pushing away your good? Notice it. And when you start to see it, take a deep breath and open to receiving. Because the more you can practice open to receiving, I promise you, the more miracles that will show up in your life. You know, that comes to what you focus on expands, right? Yes. You are, you'll attract more in, you become more magnetized to what you're focused on and positive energy, positive focus, focus on wins and gratitude. That's a huge positive energy shift. That's a higher vibration, right? Yes. And so if we're at this higher vibration, we'll magnetize more of the same in. In contrast, if we're fearful, negative, waiting for the next shoe to drop, right? That's a low vibration, low, it's almost like a, um, I call it the, a deep well or a black hole, right? And then we suction that stuff in around us too. And I, I've, yeah. been, I've been in the gamut. It is a practice for me to focus on the good throughout the day. Yeah. 
opened my eyes and my audience and the Girlfriend Doctor Club, they've heard this. And if you've read my books, they've, uh, my uh, audience would know this, that before I even open my eyes in the morning, I think of what am I, what am I grateful for? Yeah. I see love yesterday. So I'm focusing on the energies of, of love and gratitude, but not just the, the thoughts to feel that. What did that feel like when I, when I felt that, when I saw that smile at me or that, you know, reflection of love or gratitude, how I felt with that and, and take that time to um, reenact that feeling and if I didn't, if I brushed it off, um, bringing it back into, because that's easy to do for me, I brushed it off, I'm bringing it back to my awareness so I can feel it, then it can be more present when that happens again, too. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, what we put our attention on grows stronger in our life. That's, we have five foundations for living in the miracle zone. And one of the foundations is choose where you put your energy and attention, because it's, you're exactly right. I mean, the miracle zone is the vibration and that we, we want to put ourselves in the vibration of gratitude, of, of celebration, of appreciation, um, and, and all of that that makes us feel good. Because the better we feel, the more we are attracting that kind of, of like energy. You know, I, I know that you love to get really practical. Can I give another super practical tip on what to do to live in the miracles on this year? Yes, absolutely. So yeah. at the beginning of the year, most people are used to setting New Year's resolutions, right? Right. And by the end of January, uh, most people have dropped them. It by turns the out January by the end of first, do you mean? <laughs> by February 1st. By nightfall on the eve of January 1st. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it turns out that 8% of people by the end of the year have realized their intentions, 8%. So what happened to the other 92%? Yeah. And my, my, what I've seen is that people are setting their intentions the wrong way. And they're setting their intentions from the ego versus setting their intentions from the soul. And here's the difference. The ego is what I should have, what I think I need to fill my ego. Um, it's, you know, what other people are telling me I need. And when we set our intentions from the ego, it's actually a place of contraction. It's a play. It doesn't feel good. Um, when we set our intentions from the soul, I call them soul based intentions versus ego based intentions. They are aligned with our higher energy. They are aligned with our deeper hearts desires. They are true to ourselves and they feel good. It puts us in an energy of expansion. We feel good from those. So I want you to notice, you could go back and look at the New Year's uh, resolutions or goals you set for yourself and notice, did you word them in a way that made you feel expanded or contracted? And I'll give you a simple example. Now, of course, we know one of the most common goals that people set at the beginning of the year is, I want to lose 20 pounds or whatever, whatever number you put in there. Now notice how you feel when you say, I want to lose 20 pounds. There is this feeling of contraction of, I have to, I'm not good enough the way I am. People are judging me. I'm judging me. It doesn't, it, it, it's not the right energy. Now notice a, a soul-based intention around the same idea, same outcome, but different energy. And that is, I feel healthy and vital in a body that reflects my inner radiance. 
oh my God, what a different feeling. I feel healthy and vital in a body that reflects my inner radiance. Yeah, I'm a yes to that. Yeah, so, so different, very simple shift. Mm-hmm. Very simple shift. So I, I recommend, and, and we do this in the Year of Miracles program, is we actually walk people through a process to get in touch with their soul-based intentions. And they, they set their three biggest soul-based intentions for the year. And then, and then we show how to, how, to, how to move through the year with self-love and with, with clarity and with you know, letting go of the past and all of that so that we can really realize those, manifest those intentions. Well, give us some examples of people that you've worked with in your Year of Miracles program, what you've seen, because you've been doing this. How many years have you been doing your Year of Miracles now? This is our ninth year. Ninth year, about our ninth year, five thousand participants, and it's growing stronger. And um, yeah, keep such a collective, like a connection amongst it, even though it's so big. Because I remember just from being on the call, there was such familiarity. You know, when you're talking with your um, clients, with the participants, with the members, however you want to say it, it's um, yeah, really, really well done. And so, tell us a little bit about some stories that you've seen. I know you've mentioned like the calling in your soulmate and yeah. doubling your income. And, you know, I, I, I think just really powerful. I, I, I mean, it, it, you pick a topic and we've had a cha- We've had shifts in every area of life imaginable because the principles apply no matter what area you're in. Um, I, I, some of the most moving ones are the ones where people say, I've been depressed my whole life. I was going to give up on life. I listened to, I listened to a show with uh, Dr. Anna, or, or I, I have no idea how I ended up hearing about this, but I ended up in the program. I didn't think I didn't think miracles were for me because, you know, I've never experienced that, and I fell in love with myself for the first time, mm-hmm. and I'm living this life that I never thought was imaginable. I I had that. I took the risk to um, to quit my job and find a job that really sings to me. And I'm now in a job of my dreams. I've moved to uh, another town. I've, you know, just on and on and on and of, of people that, that have had miracles. I, I've, I officiated a wedding this year. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, from somebody who was in the Year of Miracles program and just so many. I We've had people, uh, we had someone who who went through a major healing experience. She lost, I think, 107 pounds or something like that, 108 pounds. And her whole sense of self is different and just, you know, running and playing and whatever. I love it. And so you mentioned the one of the foundations is choose where you put your energy and attention, right? And focusing on gratitude. I love the concept of celebrations. I'm adding that. I'm putting that for my... Um, primary focus this year is to celebrate like I talked about joy um, and and harness like you know really embracing joy in the moments and I think celebrations are really big part celebrating and you made yeah brought that great word to my attention you brought up something really interesting one of the things that we do is we have everybody select a theme for the year Mm -hmm. that's their one principle their guiding light for the year that you make decisions based on that theme if i if i just live that thing and i mean i've had themes like um you know open-hearted uh love or uh it can be a one-word theme it can be uh or two words joyful abundance have been some themes ease 
Grace, this year my theme is uh, trust in the flow. Mm, and it's like just that. about putting myself, one of our principles is to trust in the universe. And I think that that one of our foundations, I think that is a really important thing. You know, one of, one of the things that I found when I was researching uh, happy for no reason and interviewing happy people is that they all felt that it was a loving universe. You know, Einstein said the most important question we can ask is, is this a benevolent universe? And even though things may not be going your way and you look outside and you think, oh my God, this is, this is a lot of struggle. People who are happiest believe that the universe is for them. The universe is on their side, that it's a universe that's about progress and growth. And that includes our inner progress and growth. And if we can look, if we can trust that what's coming our way is for our highest good, I think we can, um, we can really move forward a lot more. We become a victor in life rather than a victim in life. Yeah, no, and I love that. And I think too, one of the things is how we approach it, right? Finding joy in the moment where we can look yes. at like how it's, it's for our better good. And in the Bible, it says, uh, um, all things work for good for those who love him. Not all things are good, right? But yes. all things work for good for those who love him. And I always, I always think about that, especially you know, when things are really tough. Like, okay, you know, Michelangelo used a, a, a chisel increase yes. his masterpieces and this is at this moment that's what's feeling like but where can i find joy and where can i focus on the the love and, and what i am grateful for because regardless of how things how bad things are in, in our lives like there is so much to be grateful for so much good to focus on and we need to like i have to especially with my past history of trauma it became it be, has become a practice and a discipline to focus, to really focus on all that is good, all that I'm grateful for. And throughout the day, just like uh, being able to spot things, look at those beautiful flowers, look at that, you know, the greenery, look at this great um, coffee station. I mean, I, I, you know, just really like, okay, especially when my attitudes, when I'm being pushed in another direction, it's like, okay, I get to choose how to respond, how to react, how to energize the situation. And I, I wish I could say I was flawless at it, but I'm totally, uh, we're, we're, my friend Betty Rockers, the Betty Rocker says flossum, totally flossum. <laughs> yeah, we are all works in progress. I, I certainly know I am. And, and that's the thing is, is it's all a matter of habits. What habits are we establishing? You know, in terms of looking for the good, one of the women that I interviewed for Happy For No Reason said, she pretends that she's the Academy Awards Committee and her job is to give out five Academy Awards a day. And, you know, you could take on that as a little game or a practice. What, what are you going to give an Academy Award to today? That's the cutest dog of the day award, or that's the kindest act of the day award. And really take it in and savor it. They say it takes 20 seconds to savor the good so that it will become new neural pathways in the brain. So that's really what we want to do. And when you see the stuff that, that you don't want to have happen, instead of saying, oh, this is terrible, you say, okay, if, if, if this is a loving universe and if this is happening from a higher good, what could that be? If this is happening for a higher purpose, what could that be? I think that's good to ask. So we've got our first foundation. Will you just hint at what the next four sure. foundations are? And then we'll yeah. talk about where our audience can join you in yeah. the year of miracles. So I made an, 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 analogy, uh, uh, an acronym so you could remember it more easily. The five foundations are uh, all part of the word usher. The U stands for universe, trust in the universe. The S stands for soul, 
and it's about listening to your soul. The H stands for heart. It's about living with an open heart. I've never seen anyone living a miraculous life who wasn't open-hearted, which means they can forgive, they have gratitude, they're generous, there's compassion for ourselves as well. Gifts of the spirit. Gifts of the spirit, yeah. The E stands for energy, and that's what we talked about. Choose where you put your energy and attention. And the R stands for responsibility. Take responsibility for your life. You know, it's, we may not always have the circumstances we want, but we always have the ability to respond to uh, all of our circumstances in a way that is more life affirming. I love that. I love that. We're going to usher in some really amazing miracles this new year, 2022. And um, so tell our audience where they can find you and join in. And I look forward to Again, being a part of it this year as well. Oh, I'm so delighted to have you. So there's two places. You can go to uh, miraclesthisyear.com, miraclesthisyear.com. You can also go to miraclesebook.com. And at miraclesebook, you'll get a gift of a, uh, a book with the four main uh, blocks that keep us from living a miraculous life. We talked about one, the self-love block, but the other ones are in there as well. So either of those. We welcome That's excellent. And we'll put links below in the show notes, you guys. So wherever you're listening to this on Apple or iTunes or Podcast Addict or watching us on YouTube, which I always highly recommend, please subscribe to our YouTube channel here, but check out your year of miracles. And I'm excited about that miracles ebook. I think that that's great. That's a great opt-in for our audience to get started on right away. And I think too, like, you know, coming from this, you know, I want I want everyone who's listening to number one, know how grateful I am for you being in my life and for you listening here today to this. And we're brought here for a reason, for sure. And, um, and focusing on what you are grateful for, the celebrations as we're heralding in this new year and as you know, the winds change direction so many times, right? How we can celebrate the winds in our lives and focusing on all that is good. And with that, really being part of a community, being mm-hmm. accountable, creating that community within our own, our own homes, our own family, right? In our own neighborhood, in our own workspace, and really maintaining that beautiful gift of connection. Oh my gosh, Marcy, and you're, you're a master of this. And my mom was a master of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really was a master of connection. Our house was the place everyone in the neighborhood would come to. And every Christmas we had a celebration at the New Year's Eve, we had a celebration and we celebrated every birthday, anniversaries, and you just name it. We were, my mom was really gifted at celebrating and remembering everyone's birthday, how she did that without ever writing them down. I mean, all over the world, remembering to celebrate um, being brought into life on Mm -hmm. this, in this world. So there's so many beautiful things. So. Um, I look forward to in your, your, what is your res Well, not so much resolution. What is your um, aspiration for this year? Yeah. So my theme this year is trust in the flow and just really, really enjoy the moment. It's, you know, all is welcome here. And I, I just want to say one last thing as we, as I know we're, we're closing because people often say, well, isn't it selfish? You're just focusing on your own life and feeling better and happier and more miraculous. What about the world? Doesn't the world need this? And my answer to that is I believe that this is 
the biggest thing that each of us can do to help create a better world is through each of us living a better life ourselves. And, and there's a beautiful Chinese proverb that sums it up. It goes like this. It says, when there is light in the soul, there will be beauty in the person. When there is beauty in the person, there will be harmony in the house. When there is harmony in the house, there will be order in the nation. And when there is order in the nation, there will be peace in this world. And that is my prayer and my wish for all of us, that we know that light in our own souls. And through that, we help create more peace here on this planet. Oh, I love that, Marcy. That is a great proverb. That is, and you know, and, and from a physical level, the microcosm leads to the macrocosm. I mean, so we have to start within. And um, one of the things that I, I know from my own personal experience, but also from working with you know, thousands and thousands of women, is that in order, like oftentimes we have the wrong um, objective, like I've got to get my family in order, my kids, their, their school, their grades, their extracurricular, all this stuff, right? And we can work and employ and everything, focusing on the outside, like, okay, when they're happy, then I can be happy. But it's the other way around. Our children's energy that, you know, is directly responsive to our energy. And for myself, until I got that, piece down and started focusing on my um, inner peace and my inner wisdom because you know I had such trauma such PTSD I was this frenetic energy and there was you know this this you know essential chaos like in my life I mean that spiraling yeah. down and um, and so until it was that these practices that you talk about that I talk about leading into that higher oxytocin energy, that hormone of love bonding and connection until I harness that within myself. I mean, the external world became just that peace that surpasses all understanding, mm -hmm. that sense of peace, despite, you know, chaos in the rest of the world. And with that, the vibration went through my household to my daughters, the most important people to my profession, you know, to, um, and, you know, to others in the world, to relationships, to have the best relationships of my life. And I think I, I just want everyone to hear that. I want them to hear like, number one, you are worth it. Yes. I know that you are worth it. And no matter what, um, I say that nasty bitch has said on your shoulder or whatever it may be, whatever words may have been written on your soul. I mean, they are washed off you with grace, gratitude, love, and, and forgiveness, forgiveness of the self is one of the hardest things. Mm -hmm. And so as we shift our vibration to a more positive, higher energy vibration, that is where we magnetize the beauty, the good, the love, and that those energies back into our lives. And, and I want to thank you because it's, you know, always a pleasure to speak with you and to see and feel your radiant love that that you have and you radiance and and your book was for happy for no reason right just yeah say a little bit about that because that is um a really special and we have another interview we'll post your the interview that the girlfriend doctor show that we did uh, last year or the year before and we'll post that in the podcast notes too yeah well happy for no reason is what our birthright is and that is it's an inner state of peace and well-being that doesn't depend on our circumstances it's that it's that happiness that you said it's like the peace that passes passeth all understanding It's the happiness that's inside that yeah things might come and that you're not happy about but 
but you're happy inside anyway. You know, instead of trying to extract your happiness from life, you bring who you are, you bring that happiness to your life experiences and life changes. Yeah, thank you for being here with us today. And um, I look forward to interviewing you more again in the future and seeing you <laughs> seeing you more in 2022. Yeah, well, thank you and thank happy, you, happy 2022 to you and everyone. Well, I want to wish everyone here a wonderful, happy 2022 that we are fully celebrating and being present in the moment. I think that we should be ushering in. I'm going to read through these um, five foundations that Marcy talks about in our interview, and that is um, uh, universe, bringing in more universal love and gratitude, soul, heart, energy and responsibility those five things universe soul heart energy and responsibility that we are ushering in amazing goodness and oxytocin into our 2022 one step at a time with the right next step but it does come with that frame of mind and the positive intentions that we're stating for ourselves putting them around so we don't forget it you know come tomorrow morning <laughs> putting them on sticky notes, putting it on your iPhone or your, I have a Samsung phone or whatever your phone is and maybe make that your screensaver so it pops up and reminds you or set a, a reminder that, okay, celebration, maybe that word comes out or what is it for you, the phrase, like I am healthy, radiant and in a body that I love, right? I'm in the best relationships of my life. I wanna hear from you. So please, you know, Put in your comment here at the Girlfriend Doctor Show uh, at dranna.com forward slash show or respond to any of my emails and let me know what your intention is. And I look forward to hearing from you as we herald through this 2022 in celebration with love and gratitude together. Thank you. And I look forward to next time. Mm -hmm.